1: At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, the Bears just went out and made it easy for us
0: today, huh? Welcome in. I am Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for turning on the podcast today in what was a laugher. I am not going to hold you long. Because there's not a ton to talk about. But we should discuss what this means. What it means is that the Bears now find themselves at 8-7 and seven after a molly whopping of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I joked about this on my video, and I'm only half joking about this. And I'll, I'll say it to you. I feel like at the end of the first half, Kind called down to Doug Marone. And was like, yo, what are you doing? You're messing with the money. You're really messing with the money. We have a chance to get Trevor Lawrence. If you just do what you guys kind of always do. So do that. Do some more of that. Do that in the second half of this game. And what did they do? They came right out and did that in the second half of the game. The third quarter looked like a completely different game than what we saw in the first and the second. In in the first and the second, you saw Jacksonville be able to run the ball. Mike Glennon was making throws that he's never made in his life. And the Bears looked like they were scared almost of the moment, which is a little bit concerning. But then they rallied through. You start looking at what happened in the third quarter of this game, and my God, was it a molly whopping that went on. The offense started to click. The defense been terrific. In the second half, in the first half, you had questions. Shout out because we're, we're going to lose sight of this as, as the, they get closer and closer to next week meaning something. Now, I do wonder if that game gets flexed into Sunday night now. Roquan Smith has been amazing. I, I If you listen to this podcast, you know that I stumped for him because I think that he's one of the most talented linebackers in the game right now. And he should have been to the Pro Bowl. I hope that he is all pro because he he deserves to be. Basically, what the Bears ended up doing in this game is just rattling off unanswered points. That's what the third quarter was about, them rattling off unanswered points. When you're able to put three touchdowns up in a quarter on a team and that team can't answer back at all, they, they have no shot of winning. So let's talk about what this means and what this means for the Bears going forward. But before we do that, Let me tell you that I want you to help me out, and here's how you can help me out. I have advertisers on the podcast because you know bills got to get paid, lights got to be kept on, and all that good stuff. One of them is David Hochberg, who I actually use. A guy that I actually use, I used him to to get my place in Kenwood, I used them to get my place. In Hyde Park if you are buying a home or if you're looking to refinance a home and you need money he can help you out with this 855-56-DAVID that's 56david.com Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender NMLS number 1124061 also it's the end of the year and if you were thinking about being in one of those commercials where you get somebody a car for the end of the year or for a late Christmas gift, you should do it at Mazda of Orland Park because they have nice, affordable cars there. And you won't be saddled with incredible payments that you're giving to people as a gift. Just go buy your car there. Talk to Eric. Be like, hey, Eric, I heard about you on Lawrence's podcast. And he'll be like, hooray, go White Sox, because that's what he'll do. All right, let's talk about what this means. I've been bothered a little bit that people are assuming that Green Bay is just going to shut everything down if they have the number one seat locked up. I have two reasons why they won't, or at least I think they won't. I can't say for sure. One of them is if you are lucky enough to have a buy, why would you then allow your team to rest for two weeks before they play? That's one thing. That's one part of this. That you've got the bye, you can play out week 17, and you can keep out an arch rival from making it to the playoffs or at least play a role in keeping them out of the playoffs. The other part is personal the mvp award right now looks like it's a race between patrick mahomes and aaron Rodgers. and aaron Rodgers said that winning a third mvp is is meaningful he said this to packers wire about what three weeks ago two weeks ago he said quote there's not many guys who have won three so that would definitely mean a lot Hmm. He went on to say, it's nice to be back in the conversation. It's usually the preseason goal list. So there you have a guy that kind of wants this to be a thing. So don't think that he's just going to allow there to be a week where Patrick Mahomes might still be playing, although it doesn't look like they'll be playing for anything and can rack up some numbers, and he's not going to be in that conversation. I'm not saying that it's out of the realm of possibility. I'm just saying that people keep acting like it's a done deal, that the, the Packers are going to be like, no, we're, we'll just let you into the playoffs. I, I don't see that happening. Mike Glennon is as bad as we remembered him being. But you know what? Let's not spend any more time talking about him. Let's talk about the other team. That is in the hunt because now they fall back into the in the hunt graphic because the Bears are in the seventh spot with their win over Jacksonville. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I I'm I'm loath to say this out loud because it's a recording and you could take it and you can send it to old takes exposed and all freezing cold takes and all that good stuff. I've always been a little skeptical about Kyler Murray. It's not that I don't think he can play. I think that he can play. It's just I'm not sure that his style is going to win out overall. And I think that there are some deficiencies that have been overlooked in his game because he's such a rare and special athletic talent. Like, I'm not all in on him like I am some of the other young quarterbacks in the NFL. Watching them play on Saturday and watching them play over the last few weeks, there were some terrible decisions by him. There are some terrible decisions that were made by Cliff Kingsbury, too. And if they don't make the playoffs, one has to wonder if Cliff Kingsbury is going to be allowed to shepherd this thing going forward because you gave him the best wide receiver in the game, And they still play like trash sometimes. So we'll see. They have a game coming up against the Rams. The Rams are looking for to lock down their playoff spot, get their positioning right in the NFC. Uh, They have a game tonight that will determine the NFC West as I'm recording this. So maybe Arizona gets lucky. I don't know. But I think that it's, it's equally as possible that Arizona loses as the Bears lose. So you could see a Bears team at 8-8 eight and eight get themselves into the playoffs. Had the Bears lost this game or this game had been competitive like it was in the first half, I think there would have been so many damn questions. I think a lot of Bears fans would have been upset. I'm glad that what they did was what they were supposed to do. Let's, let's, let's go beat the hell out of these guys. It took them a half for the light switch to cut on, but it cut on. They were able to, to just pound them into dust in the third quarter of this thing. Just pound them into dust. And now the bigger picture questions are, are on the table. Did this save anybody's job? Now, what I do think happened in the first half, in watching Mitch play, at the end of the game, his numbers look fine. But in watching Mitch play that game, I think that you are left with some of the evidence that you already had from the previous 40 something games that he started in a Bears uniform. What happens when he gets blitzed? What happens when he faces pressure? What happens when he tries too hard to make a play? Mistakes happen. Against good teams, the Bears are going to lose games because of the way that Mitch played in the first half of Sunday's game. Now, that might not matter to anyone at Hallis Hall at this point because they get to say, we had two out of the last three seasons. Our team went to the playoffs. What do you mean we should fire the coach? We had two out of the last three seasons. We went to the playoffs. We also wanted a, a division. What do you mean we fire the general manager? I think that you need to prepare yourself for that. I think that they're going to use everything at their disposal, including how weird of a year it was from a pandemic standpoint. So get yourself prepared because I, I can see the press conference with George right now. And I can see him being like, this was an unprecedented year and and our guys showed incredible leadership and we don't see any reason for change. So get yourself prepared for that. But also get yourself pre- prepared for the playoffs. Like, it's fun. It's fun that the Bears were so good today that Nick Foles got to play quarterback. That they were like, let's get Mitch out of there so that we can protect him in case we need to go to the playoffs let's get nick Foles some reps because he's been hurt and bad and he hasn't had any reps can we talk about david montgomery for a minute shout out to artavis pierce i I thought it was really cool that they gave him an opportunity to get his first touchdown and you saw him like you can see he was hanging on that into that ball for dear life he was not here to, to to give that ball away he, Tony Medlin finally came over and got it from him. But good for that young man that he got, got an opportunity. Ryan Nall got some carries in this game. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. But now they, they get to come home as an above 500 team. It's happened a couple of times. They showed the graphic on the game. Teams that had lost six in a row making the playoffs. Now, one of those teams was 7-8-1, and one, but there is some precedent for it. It's shocking that one of those teams was a team that played when the league only had 14-game seasons. Like, that's actually really shocking. But I enjoyed watching them turn the light back on in the, the third quarter. Like, that was a, a big deal. It was significant. I'm I'm also, I got to tell you, I'll be straight up with you. You know how it is. I I use the Bernie Mac line a lot. We family, right? I really like the idea of doing a week of shows leading up to a Bears game that matters. And I'm going to do my first national show next Sunday, too. It's crazy that I actually get a chance to talk about, I might get the chance to talk about, well, I'm definitely going to get the chance to talk about the Bears playing an important game. But I'm excited that I can at least bring a little bit, like just a little bit of Chicago to the national airwaves. And for the show on the score this week, hell yeah, it's more fun to talk about a team that has a chance to go to the playoffs and their flaws than a team that's just bad enough to miss the playoffs and their flaws. And and I do understand everyone that thought that them losing out, like the losing streak continuing would have meant change i understand your frustration i don't think that ryan pace should be judged on whether the 2020 bears make the playoffs i think that he should be judged on everything that's led to this point because even with a team that didn't that that could make the playoffs there're still some gaping holes and the fact that he got the quarterback wrong is multiple times he got the quarterback wrong is terrifying. But I am looking forward to talking with Bears fans. I think that Bears fans had kind of made up their minds that they weren't going to get excited about any of this. And. Now, I think that that it's okay okay for you to go, let's have a little bit of fun. So it's one extra game. It's a playoff game, depending on who you get matched up. Actually, I don't think that there are any good matchups for the Bears. Not where they would be. I, I don't think that there are any good matchups for them if they're the seventh seed. I don't think there are any. There's no, no real good one for them. But it'll be entertaining, and that week will be entertaining. And I look forward to taking your phone calls and everything else. Do me a favor. If you're refinancing a home or you're buying a home, do it with David Hochberg. 855-56-DAVID is the way that you can hit him up or go to his website, 56david.com. He helped me. He can help you. I promise you, he's a good man. He will work hard. He's the type of dude that will run through a wall for you to get stuff done. So again, if you're buying a home or refinancing your home, and now's a really good time to refinance, by the way, eight five 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 six 56 david or 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 1124061. And if you're going to go buy a car, go buy a car from Mazda of Orland Park. Why? Because I said so. No, you do it because they're good people that will help you find a nice car. Ask for Eric and tell Eric that you heard about him on House of L. There's also a couple of great episodes of House of L. If you're listening to this, do me a favor and listen to the episode with me and David Schuster talking about boxing. Or Maggie and I talking about Star Trek. Or me talking with my buddy Paul Aspen about living abroad for a year. This week, I'll have a podcast about the Queen's Gambit coming out. Make sure you look for that. If you've got emails, even Bears emails. Podcast at gmail.com. I'll say it again slowly. Podcast at gmail.com is the way that you can email me. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend.